0: This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support.
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast.
0: Hey, welcome to episode 145. It's the Run, Eat, Drink podcast holiday special, and I'm your host, Amy.
1: And I'm your co-host, Dana. And unlike the Star Wars holiday special, there will be no embarrassing Gold LeMay outfits.
0: No Gold LeMay?
1: No. No. Or bad animation or unexpected appearances by B. Arthur?
0: No. None. (laughs) Better. Run eat drink segments exactly that's what's better
1: <laughs> if you've never seen the star wars holiday special get on youtube and check it out you'll totally understand what we're talking about
0: yeah but then will they have that's time that they can't back get back in their lives and it you, is true mm, you yeah. will
1: never get that hour back but yeah. Yeah. you can at least say you've seen it
0: that's true wow it. is it a cultural is it like it, piece of americana culture no, no, whatever no, no.
1: it, it I, I don't even know well, what clearly you, i haven't seen it i don't know what you, what you'd call it it's it's not good
0: okay
1: you know what so. on second thought no
0: just enjoy good, the runny good. drink
1: podcast holiday special yeah let's ours enjoy this is going to be Here way better we
0: are and it is chocked full of is it chalk chalk Chock full of holiday goodness from the Runcation Nation, in fact, and yeah. from a local brewery special holiday esque releases last weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're doing something a little bit different. We're, I think, this week we're going to be looking back a yeah. little bit, yeah, and tapping into the collective wisdom of the Runcation Nation, and then I think maybe next week we'll do a little look forward.
0: Yeah, what we're looking forward to in 2021.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: As we say goodbye to...
1: This year. This. This this, year.
0: This year. (laughs) You know what we're saying when we say this year.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So today on the show, we'll be talking about gifts of running, not necessarily physical gifts, but gifts that running brought to us in 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. As well as holiday food traditions that we have and that you have in the Runcation Nation, and Eight Foot Brewing's weekend
1: releases. I'm very excited. Mm. Um, I was seeing some of the input from members of the Runcation Nation today on social media, Yay. and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be fun to talk about and yes. share." And of course, I was there for the for the beer releases at Eight Foot, so of I, I'm a little partial, yeah. to well, that.
0: Well, I mean, you. Sampled both. I did. Yeah. We we didn't have all of them because, you know, we had to be in the upright holiday prepping and planning position.
1: This is true. This is true. One thing... uh, After we left. Yeah. This week, of course, you know, as we are recording, it is December 21st. That means Mm. we are in the home stretch for the big day.
0: Yes. Thursday is Christmas Eve and Friday is Christmas Day. So, yeah.
1: So, work is, like for me, you know, work is all about trying to wrap up yeah. you know, most of what you're going to be doing for 2020. I see
0: what you did. Wrap up. Wrap up. Mm-hmm. Just, did yeah. it again. Did it again.
1: Thank you. I'll be here all week. I know. Tip your waitress. So, the... don't bump. The, uh, yeah, trying to wrap everything up for the end of the year, and then you've got a little bit of time right after the holidays, but we all... We all know in most workplaces, starting around, you know, lunchtime tomorrow.
0: We're winding down. Everybody's winding down. It's the wind down.
1: And you're not really going to start back up in earnest in most workplaces till you know, January 2nd.
0: Right. Right. So we're just going to start our holiday celebration with this show.
1: Yeah. And tonight's uh, podcasting juice is... um, Actually, we're celebrating a little bit early. This would be a great ingredient for a festive eggnog.
0: Lovely, and also a recommendation from a patron.
1: Yes, uh, we are trying a little bit of Redemption rye.
0: We're comparing it to Bullet rye. Yeah, yeah,
1: and uh, very tasty. Yeah, a lot of caramel notes. A lot yeah. of. Yeah, I um, think
0: I think the Redemption has more caramel notes than Bullet. Hmm. I would agree. Yeah, we're skipping straight to the the, the drinks, no, not no, really. No. no, 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 we're not. We're not.
1: No, that's just <clears throat> us trying that as we're as we're recording here. But yes, really, very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. that would actually, I think, make a good uh, spirit to go with an eggnog. Oh yeah. So yeah. Note to we self: should try it. We've never, I, honestly, in all the years, usually it's of, rum, of isn't doing it? Eggnog. Well, you know. Usually no, for, no. for eggnog, it's it's usually like a, a Tennessee whiskey ah. or brandy. I, I just drink it. You know, coquito, like we talked about last oh, week, that tends yeah. to be where you see rum. Mm-hmm. But um this wouldn't be bad. I could, I could no. really picture this complimenting, You know, the the like nutmeg, the nutmeg flavors, mm-hmm. the the richness of like the custardy nature mm, of eggnog. Love nog. it, so, love it. Yeah, real interesting.
0: Makes me almost want to brave the store to get some eggnog. Oh, let's not get carried away. No, you no. did that today. I did for some last On minute. On your gimpy cooking knee. Items. Yeah, I, tr- I tried. And, and on my gimpy knee, speaking of that, we should head into the run segment of our show. Yes. Where we talk training updates and then what we got out of 2020, gifts of running in 2020.
1: Well, let's talk about your knee since I mentioned it and you braved going to the grocery store today. Slowly,
0: slowly, very, very slowly and i didn't i went for like two items that were close together
1: and you were in and out in like five minutes right no no
0: it was a zoo (laughs) (laughs) it was a zoo but it was okay because i was moving nice and slow behind everybody who was trying to find last minute items like eggs eggnog all the things so yeah um i've been doing my at-home pt Assignments, my exercises, and I have my follow up with the doctor, and he says, "You know, I, we're going to have to see if this helps you." He's very straightforward, and in his manner Prognosis. and demeanor, and he just he cuts he cuts to the chase. He's very he's very nice, but he doesn't sugarcoat. But he's also very caring.
1: Yeah, he's you know? a realist. Yeah. And he wants to prepare you. He's like, yeah, because I I was there and he was. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to put it. He's very caring, but he's not sugarcoating anything.
0: Mm -hmm. Caring, but a realist. And he says, you know, you're doing the at home exercises. Let's continue the recovery at home and let's do some physical therapy. So I have physical therapy starting on. Christmas Eve.
1: Christmas Eve.
0: Morning. Yes. Christmas Eve Eve morning.
1: So we not only share an orthopedic surgeon, (laughs) we are going to be sharing physical therapists now. Yep. And I can tell you from my experience with her, you're going to love her and you're going to hate her. I'm sure. I used to jokingly call her concentrated evil Mm. because she's about 98 pounds soaking wet and she makes you hate every minute that you're there. Mm. But... If you recall, yeah. my recovery was very strong strong and rapid. Mm-hmm. So I credit her very heavily with, so. with that. So you have a lot to look forward to. So
0: there you go. So yeah. What about you? What's your update for the week?
1: Oh, well, um, let's see. I actually am, am just having a little bit of irritation with my um, left Achilles tendon. Uh, it's kind of a persistent, uh, ache Mm. and a little bit of almost a burning sensation. So, um, I've been trying to take it easy with doing any of the short runs Mm -hmm. this week. This morning I got up with the intention of knocking out one of the final bigger races for 2020,
0: one of the virtuals.
1: And I said, you know, this may not be the best day to do it. I'm going to put that off until the yeah. weekend. Yeah, you take know.
0: care of your self-care is very, very important.
1: So I'm doing a little bit of of the uh, the BFF um, massager, massager on, on the tendon, some ice, and just resting it a little bit with, and a little bit of uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory yeah. just to help that along. Good. I've had, in the past, I've had really bad uh, tendinitis in one of my tendons, in one of my Achilles, and that is awful. So uh-huh. I'm hoping to forestall that. I don't want that to right. n- develop into something like that. So
0: yeah, Take care of yourself. Yeah, I'd
1: rather do that. But um, all in all, I mean, the, I did get up this morning. I knocked out about a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, just a brisk walk. No no running intervals this morning. I had the dogs with me mm-hmm. on the we we went out right after it stopped raining. The mm. rabbits were out, so the yeah. dogs were wanting to chase rabbits and and the the, the the weather was just such that the the dogs were very excited, but yeah. they weren't wanting to focus on going from point A to point B. They no. were excitedly chasing rabbit scents. So mm-hmm. it wasn't a great morning to try to get any time um, you know, records. Right. So Good. Yeah. I'll do that Take for care. the weekend.
0: Take care of yourself.
1: Yeah. So, so worst case scenario, we'll end up doing like an update, running update on maybe the next episode with a couple of races or a couple of virtuals that have sure. gotten gotten done in the meantime. Yeah. So yeah, that was really it for me, is, is mainly trying to to keep that that Achilles from from getting inflamed.
0: Good. Take care. Yeah. 2020. It's interesting. It's
1: the year that keeps on giving.
0: <laughs> well, but it it has given us some really great things in the arena of running and the running community.
1: This is true. I mean, as much as we like to joke about what a turd of a year 2020 yeah. has been, yeah. we've been very fortunate in mm-hmm. some respects. And yeah. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with people that we've met. Yes. has a lot to do with the fact that so many people in the Runcation Nation have rallied around to support us and help us. Very much so. And we've gotten closer with people in the Runcation Nation. So we have some things to be, you know, to celebrate and to be thankful for and happy about.
0: And when I think back to the start of 2020, I think about, and I actually treasured the last live races we had before the first shutdowns of 2020 with the pandemic. Like in January, when we went over to Fort Lauderdale and did the A1A half in episode 96 in January, we got our first taste of American Icon.
1: American Icon Brewing. Yeah. 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 So
0: that was great.
1: And that was our first time doing a race over there and beautiful having, scenery having done that race that's one i would go back to i really enjoyed the course
0: yeah you had tillmore do on the course so come on
1: <laughs> well I, yes but i was also thinking in terms of you know the you had kind of a variety of scenery you ended mm-hmm. up running from downtown along the beach
0: yeah and in a park also
1: and, and yeah and in basically a nature preserve park mm-hmm. so you got kind of three uh, very distinct yeah. areas or, or, or vistas yeah. but just a lot of fun and yeah. and what a great vibe at that race too everybody was yeah. super friendly the first fellow time runners we had done it yeah, yeah I, I had nothing bad to say about that trip at all um, we lucked out and found a great hotel right over there on a1a it happened to be walking distance from the finish line
0: and the start. Well, sort of,
1: sort of. It was walking distance from where the buses, oh yeah, picked us up, yeah, yeah. to take us to the start. True. So, so, I mean, yeah, there was nothing bad about that race at all. And like you said, American Icon Brewing, yeah, was it was a great find. Great
0: food, great beverage, and it. it gave us an introduction to that area and that we want to go back there and experience more of what they have.
1: Yeah. Now that happened to be one of the counties where when we really had the heavy lockdowns here in Florida, Mm. that was one of the counties that was locked down. I think lockdown first, uh, one of the last to be unlocked Mm. because they were having higher than average rates rates of infection there. So, you know, Hopefully, we can get back over there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Soon. And the other experience that comes to mind is the Donna Marathon weekend, which we recapped in episodes 98, 99, and 100.
1: Now, it's a rare day that we do the same race over multiple episodes.
0: But this one is very special to us because it was founded by our coach, along with Donna Deegan, Mm-hmm. who is the namesake of the the race a local news anchor woman yes her husband's a weatherman and she is uh, a recovering she's a, a breast cancer survivor
1: and her doctor is one of the leading cancer researchers there at the Mayo, Mayo Clinic.
0: Clinic yeah and Jeff Galloway the the trio yeah they founded this race and so you know that That race is very near and dear to our hearts, and we run it to honor Dana's mom every year.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a, we, we do the 5K social shakeout run, the 5K proper Mm -hmm. and then the half marathon yeah
0: but they also have a marathon and they also have an ultra marathon and they've gone entirely virtual for 2021 yes to keep everybody as safe as possible and plan as as much as possible as effectively as possible
1: yeah that's one of those races While i understand in my brain why race organizers are doing it Mm -hmm. i get very sad my 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 first reaction is i get sad i get upset disappointed that races are getting canceled of all the races that we've seen go virtual or get you know the 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 in-person race getting canceled this Mm -hmm. is the one that i'm probably the most understanding of because when you're on that course whether it's the social shakeout the 5k or the or the half that we do Mm -hmm. you're running out there very often elbow to elbow with people who are in various stages of battling cancer. Yes. And you'll have people who are currently undergoing treatment Mm -hmm. who are out there on the course with you. You'll also have people running in memoriam of people they've lost. You'll have people who are survivors Mm -hmm. who are running. Yeah. Like like Andy. Like Andy Sharp. Mm -hmm. Dr. Andy Sharp.
0: One of the most amazing people that we got a chance to know over the last three years that we'd done that race And it's just, the stories are inspiring, amazing, and I can't wait until we can do it in person again. Yeah. That's, I'll say that.
1: And we got the opportunity to do an interview while we were up there. Yes. That I think is very inspiring.
0: Well, with Angela. Yes. Yes. Andy hooked us up with Angela and she shared her journey uh, of being diagnosed and recovering and the ultimate experience changing, uh, cha- ultimately changing her career path. Yeah. So it, it was just that, that is near and dear to my heart. And I'm so grateful that in 2020, we got a chance to do that before everything happened.
1: And, you know, you have the bittersweet of what that race is, is there for. Yeah. Yeah. And then you juxtapose it when you're in a in an area like Duval County mm. or Jacksonville, yeah, largest city in the state of Florida by land area, mm-hmm. one of the largest by population in the entire state of Florida. You have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to food and drink there. Oh,
0: like we have. We have covered so many great places over the last three years that we've done that. Mm-hmm. And we just, I feel like we've just scratched the surface.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, we, we, go there, you know, trying to seek out some new stuff for you guys each time. There are some things that we do revisit because the social shakeout always is hosted at Southern, Southern Grounds. Grounds. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's a that's a great coffee and breakfast and brunch spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we try to find other locations Like there. the Bearded Pig. Oh. Oh, yeah. Amazing barbecue.
0: Fantastic, very, very tasty. And Scofflaw?
1: Scofflaw Brewing.
0: Yeah. Or No, that was That's in Atlanta. Atlanta. Sorry. Oh, gosh, darn it. Uh, um, Veterans United. That's the one. Yes. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Another amazing one. Yeah, it's and, in and, Atlanta, and, and, and <laughs> which we, we didn't get to do. And we got an amazing tour there at Veterans United because we ended up meeting the owner and the head brewer. Yeah. And it was just awesome to sit with him walk through some beers with them, you know. Learn the history. Learn the history, you know, because people forget that Jacksonville's a military town. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that you got this brewery that really is kind of, catering it's not just for for veterans, but it you know really it honors, ce- them. It honors them and celebrates them and their sacrifices yeah. and their you know it, it just just great to see that and it, it was just a cool space mm-hmm. and great stuff on the walls and, mm. and the beers were really good too yeah, and I find myself wearing that shirt a lot
0: you do and I think of it then I think of the Jacksonville area and that whole Reese weekend very very fondly so mm-hmm. and then I think about on the other end of the spectrum i think about when the races came back and how happy we were locally and i and i do agree i was listening to the will run For podcast earlier today and they yeah. were People should check them out they're the and they're great they're great they're about to take a hiatus for the end of the year but so this was like their year end wrap up episode mm-hmm. and they they're talking about their philosophy or their i guess their estimation the best that they can tell with their history of running races trail races and local races and bigger races like disney there they say we'll probably see the smaller local races come back and in person and then the medium-sized and it'll be the longest before we see the larger races return is and i'm inclined to agree i
1: I am too um i think that They're going to want to see success at the smaller scale before larger organizations are willing to put themselves out there.
0: And larger organizations with larger groups have additional logistics to consider that they have to work out before they can get... Back to hosting their events,
1: right? And, uh, and I think that there comes a point where where if you're not going to try to do the social distancing thing or a mask mandate,
0: Which is very hard.
1: You, you can't do it yet. Yeah. they're waiting on on whether it's going to be a con- it's going to be a combination of people getting immunized plus herd immunity and 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 once you've got that, then that's when your medium and large size events are going to really come yeah. back in force. So, so I think that yeah, you're probably I agree with them. Sadly, looking at eighteen to another. 24 months yeah. I think before we see big events.
0: They they were they were like, well, let's see what happens in the fall. Yeah. You know. <coughs> but live races, the live races that came back that were postponed for months and months and they kept saying we're going to have it still like the Freedom 5K that we did in episode 136. I can't tell you how big and wide my smile was and everybody knew it. If you jumped in on the live that we did for that whole entire 5k.
1: Yeah. The freedom 5k is normally a bridge run on the 4th of July and they put it off for what? Four months.
0: Yeah, October is when it returned, and it Three was months. supposed to be in July, the very beginning of July, and they had it
1: mid-October. And instead of doing a bridge run, we ran kind of next to one of our bridges here in Cape Coral, yeah. but it was in our our one of our parks that really celebrates our veteran heritage here in Cape Coral. Cape Coral is a is a very veteran friendly city we have a large population of of retirees from the military and you talked
0: about that a lot on 136 yeah
1: and the park that we were running in has a a replica of the iwo jima monument yeah as well as other monuments to the various branches of the military which is great what a great event! I mean, it's mainly a park run and some stuff in some rather neighborhoods. secluded neighborhoods. Yeah. But it was still it was our first time doing a live and in-person race yeah. in person race. Salute months. out to the
0: Bat Dad, you know who you are.
1: Yeah, Bat Dad was great. Yeah, not the Bat Dad, but no. our Bat Dad.
0: And if you're interested and you haven't listened to that episode, it's 130, 136. Yeah, that you can go back and listen to and hear us talk about him and that whole race experience. And and you know, in October we had. The Goblin Gallop that we recapped um 138.
1: You know, just something that's... Costumes
0: little, and Halloween.
1: Uh, Halloween-themed and uh, an excuse to dress up in costume. And again, another park run. Small. Small events. Closed course, Cl- very. Very closed course. These <laughs> Both of these events uh, run basically starting in one of our local parks, go into a local neighborhood, and then little back bit to the of it. park.
0: Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of it.
1: And it was... Perfect Mm -hmm. Weather was great. The people were having a blast. Everybody was being smart. You know, if they were, they were spacing out in the park and then, you know, a lot of people had masks, not only Halloween masks, but mask masks.
0: And costumes for that one. That was great for Halloween. And I I just, yeah, to see that come back and then to have the turkey trot the elite events turkey trot
1: yeah we just talked about that a a few weeks ago on episode 141 this is our second time doing this particular turkey trot and it's one of my favorites because the course is so well managed it is a a kind of a, a double loop course yeah but it's basically in the parking lot and around a large um, sports arena. Yeah, Hertz here.
0: Arena and Estero. It's the venue where we have a lot of, um, what, hockey and ice skating events when, mm-hmm. when events can be held.
1: Right. Yeah. And the organizers did an amazing job. Everything was just scientific. I mean, they were bam, bam, bam. They were ready to rock. You got <laughs> there. They had their stuff in order. The metal for a mm. for a Thanksgiving turkey trot. We did go on about that. was way better than it deserved to be. But what a great medal.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Very reminiscent of some of the amazing Disney medals.
1: Yeah, it really was. was bad. So,
0: I mean, those are, when I think about actual races and experiences, those are gifts that were brought to us by running in 2020.
1: Yeah, I think that... After this year, where everybody's been so isolated and wanting that sense of community, to mm-hmm. actually have the opportunity to get back out with members of your tribe, yeah, the running community,
0: back of the packers like us,
1: and front of the pack, back of the pack, it really yeah. didn't matter. It, it, you know, everybody was just happy to be at these events, mm-hmm. and you could tell, and yeah. it was just. Amazing to feel that energy, even if you were doing it six feet apart with masks on. Yeah, you know, but getting the chance to get out and do a shared experience Mm -hmm. with other people, I think was was pretty awesome.
0: Well, we've had a different kind of shared experience. When I think about the middle of twenty twenty, when I think about what has happened in our community, and it kicked off as a result of uh, meeting James Gray at the Donna Marathon weekend yeah and him becoming a part of our Runcation nation and community and becoming our first patron but then as in person races started to get canceled and we had to go virtual and we made those kind of live live events virtually like with Instagram and facebook and you know building as much of a virtual experience for our community as we we possibly could when we did the star wars virtual when the run disney star wars races were canceled Mm -hmm. that gave us a chance to connect to so many people and when we did when we started to do and we continue to do now our beer chats and our coffee chats just being able to connect with fellow runners like us when we can't connect in person
1: yeah we you know they say that necessity is the mother of invention we didn't know what we were going to do as as this all started happening everybody with a business out there small businesses were like oh crap yeah you know, what do you do? And, and, you know, we're a travel podcast for, for runners runners and, you know, you can't travel. Right. So, you know, trying to figure out what we could do. uh, And, and for us, it's not about making money. I mean, we, we are a quote unquote business, but honestly, you know, we're, this is a passion project. We we, uh, graciously, many of you sponsor us and mm-hmm. buy merchandise and help support and us to keep us keep way. us going but you know we it's it's still mainly a passion project and yeah. we certainly pay more into what we do than than money that we make and it's because For we now. love doing it yeah, yeah eventually you know we, we hope we have dreams taking over we the have, running world we
0: have wishes we have dreams and hopes and goals
1: but <laughs> the you know, we were like, what can we do? Because, um, you know, we're we're small but mighty. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we said, well, what do we have to offer? Yeah. And what we had to offer was our couch. Yeah. And what we had to offer was some time mm-hmm. and friendship and just... A,
0: w- a way to unplug from the 24-hour news cycle when it got really intense and really stressful
1: yeah and and and, you know when every news outlet is trying to see who can be the most dire Mm -hmm. you know and and giving people a a place to escape to for 60 minutes is really what we were shooting for you know once a week part of it was because we were looking for that too and we found it with some of our um some some places that we've come to love over the years. Uh, some of the performers from Raglan road oh, a, yeah. up in Orlando,
0: see them do some the, live videos. Raglan
1: road sent all their performers back to Ireland and they, the the performers were like, Oh my gosh, what can we do? And they're holed up in their, in their houses mm-hmm. or apartments. Yeah. And they were just doing these live broadcasts mm-hmm. to, you know, help people pass the time. And we thought, you know what? We really enjoy watching these. Um, our, our, our friend, uh, um, Friend of the show, you know, Nice Guy's Pizza. Yeah. You know, they were doing virtual music events. That
0: was fantastic.
1: And watching those and being able to do those virtually. So we said, you know what, we can do something like that. And that's kind of where the, we had experimented here and there with maybe doing something live. It was never anything on a regular basis before the pandemic.
0: Right. And to see the way that people have supported us and joined in on that, we it it is a it's a gift that I think will continue in twenty twenty one.
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, we don't have a we we don't do that with a, a script in mind. Like we might no. ha- we might have the beers planned out that we're gonna drink. That's it. That's it. That's as far as the planning goes. The rest of that is we just talk about whatever comes off the top of our head or what people throw into the chats.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: So, I mean, that I think has been really valuable. And then you experimented before with the coffee chats in the morning, and you're and you're bringing those back.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm bringing those back. I just want. I want to be able to catch our people. When when they can jump in and and you know have a nice start to the day, mm-hmm. if they're morning people. But I know some people have what or shift work or work nights or, so it, it depends on when shout you, out to the shift workers. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. It depends on when you can jump in. So I just want to connect with as many people as possible, and sh- you know how I love coffee.
1: Well, there's. You know, like you need an excuse to drink coffee.
0: Right, and just connect with people. So I'm very thankful that we've had that.
1: And it also gives us a chance to give people an option to talk talk over a beverage that's not part of, you know, some people don't like alcoholic beverages. Yeah. They don't drink. Mm-mm. Great. Well, we have coffee for that. Or tea. Or tea
0: or, you or know, whatever. Like we've been introduced to a lot of great companies that have done, terrific coffee for
1: us oh whether it's expedition roasters or black rifle narrative or narrative here locally yeah just yeah.
0: some great great stuff so very very happy that we have found all of that
1: and then we started again you can't go anywhere mm. so we had to kind of well, well we, we can go more places now, but mm-hmm. yeah, for, for the longest time, you couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to find, like, what can you do at home to entertain yourself? How can you, what can you throw yourself into to pass time? And, you know, you really dove even deeper into yoga.
0: Yes. And it was so great to be able to have Esther Eckhart, who is the founder of Eckhart Yoga. I discovered them the service years ago um, looking for a solution for my IT band and she came on the show this year and I don't think that would have happened if we hadn't had this the chain of events of them and her, her and her stable of great instructors having live videos on YouTube and being able to interact with them.
1: So what you're saying is something good came out of this perfect storm of suck.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm very very thankful cuz she's like a hero of mine that has affected my life in such a positive way. So, yeah.
1: And then I threw myself into I mean, I I've always been into tech and you know toys and gadgets and all that. And then for our anniversary Amy got me a Garmin. I did. So, I've been really like experimenting with this thing. and I've been talking about, talking about forever. Like, Oh, I'm going to do like a comparative thing or review, you know, like looking at this versus an Apple watch. But yeah, I, I, what I, I never like about reviews that I see about new stuff that comes out is like the reviewers have had it for two weeks. Yeah. Like, you don't know anything you that's about enough time to figure your way out around a device like the
0: controls and how to navigate it
1: yeah. yeah so you know i i've been trying to oh and the, do, the dogs agree as you can hear um
0: i don't know what's going on outside
1: <laughs> something they're, they're going to go check out the christmas star <laughs> but you know been playing with both of these devices now uh, the garmin and of course i've always had an apple watch you know playing with these and looking at the possibility of of you know doing like a comparative review type thing and playing around with that but you know it's also given me a chance to kind of dive into the metrics of my running and you know what this thing will measure and what benefit i'm giving myself with Mm -hmm. the training so you know i've gotten to kind of gamify my running a little bit oh if that makes any sense
0: and well what prompted me to get you that was our experience being able to interview art smith this year
1: oh yeah well i mean and him the agreeing, best laid plans yeah. <laughs> you know
0: him agreeing to do the walt disney world marathon what would have been the marathon at the beginning of 2021 our very first
1: if everything had gone according to plan, we would be running Together. the Disney Marathon with Chef Art Smith yeah. next month. Yeah. Clearly, that's not happening. Right. But, so.
0: you know, when he said, I'll do it with you, and you said, okay, if he's going to do it, then I'll do it. So, there'll be all three of us. And so, I thought, yeah, if you're going to dive into it and train for it, let's get you the Garmin. and Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But... So experiences in 2020 that have given us gifts in different ways.
1: Yeah. And, you know, trying to find the silver lining. And I think that's important, especially, you know, when you, when you continue to hear what's going on or, you know, if, if things start seeming down, there are positives, there are good things that have happened this year mm-hmm. and we're fortunate to be able to, to really do an evalu- a self-evaluation or, you know, look at it, you know, dispassionately once you're out of the, the funk, if you're in that mindset and go, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Okay. I, you know, I jokingly say that, that 2020 was a perfect storm of suck, but there were some, some bright spots. There were some good there
0: things. Were. Yeah. Your promotion and all of the things that we got out of running. And I think running gave us the gift of being able to handle the different stressors that we were experiencing oh I, I well. really
1: I really think that were it not for running this would have been a much worse year
0: which is why I want to master the physical therapy and, and get back to running as soon as I can in a healthy way
1: in six to eight weeks yeah well let's talk food since we're mm-hmm. talking about bright spots yeah. You put some questions out to the Runcation Nation today.
0: I did. And I got almost all of our patrons to give me some of their holiday traditions as far as meals and food go.
1: And this started with your coffee chat this morning on uh-huh. Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which you're doing um, weekdays. Yeah. Like somewhere around. in the eight o'clock hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, depending on how long it takes me to brew the coffee. And get the camera set up. <laughs> so.
1: And the camera setup goes faster after you've had some coffee. Yeah. So. But in the eight o'clock hour Eastern time, mm-hmm. maybe people should kind of keep an eye out for you. Yeah. On Instagram.
0: Yeah. So, and you know, who knows? We might expand to Facebook if I can maneuver all of that and have multiple devices without you, or maybe I'll do multiple chats. I don't know. But right now I'm just doing Instagram. Okay. For the coffee chat. So we'll see what happens but out on instagram we got some great feedback in terms of holiday traditions and there are some unexpected holiday traditions in terms of food
1: and you were asking what is the what's a a food related holiday tradition yeah okay
0: basically or what's your favorite kind of food that you're looking forward to having because the holiday is At the end of this week, or some people have just wrapped up celebrating Hanukkah, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So, Wendell, who is one of our patrons.
1: One of our first.
0: One of our first patrons. James Gray was our first, and um, I believe Wendell was our second? Yes, very early, very early on. Mm -hmm. So, he, he shares our love of coffee, too, and he, as you say does the Lord's work by providing coffee to the masses absolutely he he says his mom started a tradition of pizza having pizza at Christmas to keep it low stress at the holidays and he used to work for a restaurant that was closed on Christmas Eve so now when he had kids he he would after he had kids he brought them into um, this restaurant so that they could, make the pizza with him and they created some great memories oh i
1: bet yeah i remember doing something similar with my mom where we would make pizza at home yeah yeah but that wasn't for the holidays just just in general but having that shared experience with your kids or making something and then getting to eat what you made oh Mm -hmm. that's so cool
0: yeah i remember my mother specifically teaching me to make her potato salad i love your at potato. the, at I the love, holidays, I love your potato salad, and that's just a very specific memory. Or the one December when I was in high school, when we didn't we we weren't really making you know groundbreaking recipes, but it it was making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for my dad's football team when they made the playoffs, and they had to travel in buses a great distance, and they needed good fuel before the game. So, yeah. So great, great memories, great memories, lots of laughter. So I appreciated Wendell sharing that. And Josh, who is another uh, more recent patron of ours, mm-hmm. he actually, he, he supports Chicago-style pizza, but he did send in his own suggestion later. His, his own experience is lasagna. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Lasagna. Now, there was a tradition in the Koston household. Around the holidays, or probably in my teenage years, my uncle introduced my mom to the idea and she came around to it. So at Thanksgiving, we kind of did away with doing the whole big turkey. Really? We would do like a small turkey oh, breast. Oh, okay. Like you we've still had before. it, yeah. had a little bit of turkey, but the main entree ended up actually being lasagna.
0: Like homemade lasagna? No,
1: not homemade lasagna. They're oh. the, the Stoufer's family size pre-made frozen lasagnas. Yeah,
0: but you got to let it go in the oven
1: so it gets the crunchy bits on top. And that's what we did. Yes. And I mean it it sounds weird, but it, you know, he was suggesting this for my mom because you know, my what a lot of people don't know is my my father had a series of strokes when I was 12. Mm. And we took care of him at home until he passed away my senior year of high school. So my mom was the full-time caregiver for my father. Mm. And, you know, my family was always there to help and couldn't have done it without them. Right. But, you know, we always still had family over for meals and for yes. holidays. And my mom was the the neighborhood mom. And that was just, that that never went away. Yeah. And... Provided her a little bit of an outlet and an opportunity to have some normalcy in in life. And and that was just something that my uncle was like, hey, this tastes really good and you don't have to work nearly as hard. Right. And you can feed an army for nothing. Exactly. And it worked. Yeah. It was great. So we would always incorporate that probably starting around uh, my 14th or 15th birthday.
0: (sighs) But you haven't brought that tradition into our house yet.
1: Not yet. I have we have the things I
0: learn when we record the show, people But we've
1: we've bought those lasagnas and given them out to other people though. Yes, we have. So
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. In stressful times and times of need, some you just gotta the tried and true things that work and can sustain you are amazing. So a friend of the show, Debo who actually 3D printed one of the set pieces you see on our live videos, the Runny Drink, Podcast logo, logo, she 3D printed and she painted for us. Super cool. Super cool, and you see it on our lives um, if you ever drop in on a beer chat. She just got done celebrating Hanukkah, and... She says, so so in my family, you know, we've just celebrated Hanukkah. Usually what we do is have Chinese food and go to a movie on Christmas.
1: We didn't do the Chinese food, but... Movies were... Christmas movie,
0: yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's not really this year, but... Because uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> I mean, streaming services have the movie experience at this point in time. Yeah. But... So now I'm thinking about, ooh, what Chinese food would be great to have at Christmas? Because, you know, give me some General Tso's chicken.
1: Yeah, nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah. Honey, honey chicken, says, orange chicken. Give me some egg rolls. Awesome. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, Meg, uh, who's one of our more recent patrons, she said that she does something similar to a Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. Except instead of the pecan pie or or uh, you know more traditional pumpkin, pumpkin pie, pie yeah, yeah. swap in chocolate cake.
0: Yum! Don't you? Is it German chocolate cake that you love, or is it like a black forest cake that you've talked about? What is it? Yes. Yes. Any chocolate cake.
1: I mean, I'm not really a big sweets person. Yes, generally we have speaking talked about that. You, know, you catch me at the right time though, like if you know, at a, like an Oktoberfest. If there's German chocolate cake, yeah. yeah, I'll have a slice. Okay. Um, I yeah, I mean, I'm I I'm not anti cake. I'm just not going to seek it out. But generally. you like
0: chocolate over caramel or yes. caramel. Yes. Tomato, tomato. Yes. Yeah, but I'm a caramel type. I love
1: caramel is a sauce. Caramel, chocolate is, you know, food of the gods. Literally, no, no, no I, it is literally considered food of the gods. Caramel is just burnt, you know, milk and it's butter great. And sugar. I
0: love. Is there saying. anybody out there that loves caramel as much as I do? Please report into us. Info at runnydrink.net. <laughs> I understand she that chocolate so de- is. You look so dejected. I do. <laughs> I'm all of a sudden dejected. I uh, I'm all about this chocolate cake deal. Meg has something going there that we can think about in terms of Christmas. But I love I love I love caramel. I don't care if it's not food of the gods. Okay. Okay. It's all right. Okay.
1: You don't have to explain it to us.
0: Fine. Fine. <laughs>
1: Now, Rhonda Lee's talking my language. She mentioned <laughs> barbecue oh. on Christmas. Oh. Sign me up.
0: Yes, and let me just tell you, some of the best local barbecue we've had has been Beach Brothers Barbecue, which is a pop-up, right? Yes, that's so yeah. a locally owned, family owned pop-up. Family owned pop-up, and sometimes they'll be with our friends at number three, Craft Brews. And... They're fantastic, but like we mentioned in Jacksonville, a mecca of food and beverage, we had the chance to sit down with Chad Muncy and have a sampling of their amazing barbecue menu at the Bearded Pig. So great. So great. Oh, yeah. So barbecue, mm. and really nationwide, anywhere you can get Mission Barbecue,
1: they really do an amazing job at Mission Barbecue for a chain. You you wouldn't know that they're a chain to taste their food.
0: It's the brisket. Yeah. It's the brisket.
1: Their brisket is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> brisket.
1: And their sausage.
0: Well, yes, true. The ha- What is it? Jalapeno, Jalapeno cheddar. cheddar sausage. Oh, yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah. great option yes. there. Um, I w- I would have that on on. Christmas, happy birthday, Jesus. Pass the brisket.
0: Yes, exactly. So there you go. But, you know, homemade items may be where it's at as well. Oh, yeah. And John Schroeder, who is another longtime patron of our show, he makes stuffed calamari for his family. And it is. It sounds amazing. We have to get some photos of what he does, and, and and we have to share them with the Runcation Nation. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's described this a couple of times. I'm on board for anything for Cal- sure. Calamari for sure. And yeah, oh,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. And Stephanie Swan, who jumps into our lives quite frequently, she says. A goat cheese log with pistachios and dried cranberries with a drizzle of honey is oh, where yeah. it's at for her at yep. Christmas. Yep, sign me up. Yeah, yeah. just get all like... The, I want all the things. or cookie, uh, no, crackers, like butter crackers. Get, yeah, with that.
1: And Susie Beck, our newest patron. Yes! Says, waffles and bacon along with mimosas are a Christmas morning must. Now, I can tell you in my entire life... I've never had waffles on Christmas.
0: I haven't either. Never, no. not,
1: not because I'm anti waffle. I'm not anti waffle. I'm very pro waffle. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, but just it's not something that's a tradition in our house, no. or wasn't as a child growing up either.
1: Well, we, well, well, we didn't own a waffle maker when no, I. Well, I take me. that back. I don't,
0: we didn't either. We I don't think.
1: Had a waffle maker. You it did. Never got used.
0: Oh, we never had one in the
1: house. Yeah, I think we had like my my my. Parents' Kitchen growing up was like Alton Brown's nightmare of filled with unitasking devices. <laughs> so, you know, they had one of everything. Uh, but, yeah, um, never really did waffles. Mm. Pancakes, Me yes. Mm. Waffles, no.
0: Yeah. Then uh, we also have patrons John and Nancy Bagliani who say prime rib and mashed potatoes along with wine is a holiday tradition.
1: I'm on board with that, too. Prime rib? I love a good prime rib. Yes. Love potatoes. Mm. Combine the two. Come on.
0: Amazing.
1: Rob Nadal says that his wife makes a great candied ham that's a favorite of his.
0: He is an insider for us.
1: I love... the show. There's something just so magical about, like... You you get a a, a, a ham and you're mm. doing the roast and you've got that that if you're doing like a brown sugar glaze. glaze
0: and you glaze it over the time that you cook every so often
1: and it gets that crust going oh, oh man where you actually get the bite the, the the crunch
0: yeah give me the crust
1: yeah the crust is a must
0: mm-hmm. of course I see what
1: you did see what I did there
0: I see what you did huh? I I was interested. And you've talked about this. You have talked about the tradition of crazy bread from childhood (laughs) at, what is it, Little Caesars?
1: Yeah, this this evolved over time. It started with my birthday being in November. So you had my birthday in early November, then you had Thanksgiving in late November, then Christmas in December. And again, like I talked about with my mom, and we were always still the gathering point for family. And... It started with me and my friends and having friends over for my birthday. How do you feed an army of teenagers? Well, there's really, you know, if you're looking at like carry out pizza, you know, Little Caesars, pizza, pizza, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Um, good deals. Good deals. And, you, you know, 14, 15 year old kids don't care about quality, they're just going for sheer volume. Mm. So, you know, it, little seniors, They love
0: pizza. Teenagers love pizza.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, so we would get pizza and crazy bread. Is where We got introduced to crazy bread back then. Mm-hmm. Well, then, you know, it transitioned into, you know, my uncle suggesting doing the lasagnas. And then mm. my mom would have all this family. We would have 20 people in my house growing up. And you remember I do. what that house was like. It's a little over... 1,200-square-foot house. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, there wasn't even room to move the one time that I experienced that.
1: And we got people outside, inside, and they basically would do a buffet in the kitchen, you know, serve yourself and go. And my mom just picked up on this idea of doing uh, crazy bread. Well, then that expanded to when she was working at uh, a place called Castellano and Pisos in Tampa. Mm-hmm. She was working at, at the deli there. They did... Amazing uh, Cuban sandwich rings, and she would she would get Cuban sandwich rings with spiced olive mix, like an olive salad, and pepperoncini's, and you'd have like this this great savory sandwich option. Grab crazy bread, and then you know some of the traditional stuff, and then if or if you wanted lasagna, go for that too. But it was just you could kind of pick from it. But the crazy bread carried through from my initial birthday celebrations (laughs) on into Thanksgiving and then into Christmas because we would always have 15 to 25 people at the the house. Just the sheer volume of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but it was so well received. It's
0: butter and cheese on bread. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, it's, it's not gourmet, but it's tasty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if you never had it, get it. And then they even got fancy. And this is before they got fancy with having pepperoni <laughs> stuffed crazy bread. This was Ugh. just the plain old bread. You know, they might have crazy sauce with butter. Basically garlic butter. And cheese.
0: Like yeah. Parmesan cheese.
1: So that was kind of a, a thing that it was kind of off the wall, but it, it stuck. And the family loved it. And the mm-hmm. kids loved it. And the adults ended up loving it. So, well, you it stuck. talk
0: about the sandwich rings, the Cuban sandwich rings. Mm-hmm. A newer tradition for us that I just love is when we have Christmas normally with my family on Christmas Eve, and then we get in the car and we drive to Tampa to, to stay overnight and then spend Christmas Day with your family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that we get the Columbia Restaurant.
1: Oh, we've talked about them plenty And we've talked about them plenty.
0: So if you go back and you listen to some, actually some recent episodes, like the Tampa Trifecta episode, we talk about Cuban sandwiches. Oh, so good. And that is just, that is one recent tradition that I am really looking forward to.
1: Oh, me too. And I think we're, I'm pretty confident we're heading back there later this week.
0: Naturally, come on.
1: It's going to happen. Yes. But you also have another tradition
0: well I mean connected to family you know you talked about ham or you know Rob Nadal talked about uh, the candied ham there's country ham that my dad would do with biscuits but
1: which is the exact opposite of candied ham
0: right it's the saltier of the two and but but another newer tradition that we have adopted we found a uh, Bread pudding, a panettone, bread pudding, and panettone is like the better version of um,
1: fruit cake. Fruit
0: cake, yes, thank yeah. you.
1: It's the it's the fruit from fruit cake baked into a semi sweet,
0: Hillowy, airy bread. bread. And so you take that and you make bread pudding with it, with an eggnog type batter.
1: Now to get all Cliff Clavin on you. That bread actually comes from, it goes all the way back to the Crusades. Okay. And the Crusaders would actually have this bread that they would could carry with them because it had the dried fruit in it. Yeah. And it would actually give them nourishment and the other uh, vitamins, minerals, Nutrients, and things zenith. that they needed. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, so I just like it in the bread puddings. And I like that we do the bread puddings in little muffin tins so each person can have their own individual bread pudding.
1: Easy way to make it, packs nicely, Mm -hmm. and tastes amazing. And you can do it with either some ice cream on the side, or you can do it with a little whipped cream, and it's perfect.
0: So good. So those are two recent traditions that I'm really looking forward to this year.
1: But before we go on to talk about our drinks, we want to say thank you to all of our patrons. We've mentioned it a little bit earlier. The fact that you guys not only supported us, but have added to the ranks of the Runcation Nation in 2020 is just absolutely incredible.
0: You have helped us grow, and we have to shout out, as of this last weekend, our brand new, our newest patron, our first fan of the show at the $2 level, Susie Beck. Woohoo! We are so excited to have you. And, I mean, she just, she thought, oh, I love what you do. Want to keep seeing it. So here you go. I'm a fan of the show.
1: And we cannot thank you enough, Susie. You rock for doing that. Your $2 a month, believe it or not, is huge in aggregate. It helps keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. And we have multiple patronage levels, $2, $5, and $10. Each of those have their own special perks. Head over to patreon.com slash run eat drink podcast to see what those perks are for each level and sign up. Patrons get a look behind the scenes and get access to special interviews, cooking demos, exclusive audio and video messages from us and much more
0: it would make a great last minute gift for that podcast fan, that runner in your life as we head into the final hours of the holidays. Oh, it,
1: time is running out.
0: Plus, it gives us the ability to bring keep bringing you content when travel. It's been a little crazy and it's provided its own unique challenges in 2020.
1: Yeah, so Absolutely.
0: We hope you'll give us the opportunity to grow, achieve our goal and keep bringing you additional content too.
1: Our show is always going to be free. But if you're looking for a way to support us and you want to see more and connect more with the rest of the Runcation Nation and with us, go to patreon.com slash Or if you're in the Podbean ecosystem, just go to the top of our podcast page, click on Become a Patron. It's the same patronage levels with all the same perks right there.
0: Mm-hmm. And we can't thank you enough for supporting our show.
1: We supported local. We did. This past weekend.
0: Because there were local. I mean, I don't think they branded them as holiday releases, but they felt very holiday to me.
1: Yeah, it did. And you know, we mentioned on our Facebook and Instagram Live last week, uh, they came up in conversation. Our friends over at Eight Foot Brewing, yeah. um, they did some special beer releases this past weekend. And we saw it and we said, you know, we're going to go over there and support those guys again. Yeah. And I am so glad that we did.
0: I mean, you did a live from there while I was working one day.
1: That was almost a past. year ago. I know. It's time to let it go. I
0: was just <laughs> jealous. I was just jealous. And this time I was so happy to get to participate. True. They released a s'mores stout, a breakfast stout, an apple cinnamon donut stout. And uh, we got to sample two of these. Yes. Yeah, I got the apple cinnamon donut, which is 11.4%. And it was made with cinnamon, vanilla beans, and marshmallow. And it was actually based on their apple brandy barrel metamorphosis stout, the imperial stout that they have. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and they have that in cans to go, but the apple cinnamon donut that I had was on draft and I can tell you it came with a donut from divine donuts
1: coming. I mean, come on. That's a in local Fort donut Meyers, shop here. In Fort Myers. It was in, very
0: like a cake cinnamon, oh. apple donut delicious. So then I dunked it in the stout. So tasty. And it, it came with a, a cinnamon sugar rim as well. This and was like
1: a, this was almost a fancy. beer cocktail.
0: Yeah. It was fancy. It was in like a snifter type glass. Yeah. Um and I I can tell you yes, it had it packs a punch at 11.4, but it was it was sweet, but it wasn't a syrupy body. We've had some syrupy stouts in the past oh, yeah. that could almost be desserts unto themselves but this was a little bit lighter than that. It wasn't too heavy on the carbonation.
1: I didn't think it was too super sweet either. Not too
0: super sweet. You, it was like the essence of cinnamon without the burn, you know, and the, the slight sweetness from the vanilla and the marshmallow. It was excellent.
1: Yeah, yours was really good. And it it looked so pretty when they brought it out. Everything looked so good. Yeah. The presentation was great Uh. on these. And mine was was really just as visually appealing as well as taste-wise. I went with the breakfast stout. Yeah, this clocked in at a whopping ten percent ABV. Mm-hmm. So I was in the double digits too.
0: Yeah, you you were just a little bit lower than I.
1: This is made. What I love about this, they made it with coffee from our friends over at Urban Buzz Coffee here yeah. in Cape Coral, which is literally walking distance from the brewery. Yes. at eight foot. Yeah, it is a hundred to one hundred and fifty yards. From the brewery.
0: And it is always packed and always busy.
1: It's a cool little spot. It basically has one drive-up window, one walk-up window, and I think one table sitting outside. Outside. And that's it. Mm -hmm. But this place rocks. I mean, they are busy nonstop. But the breakfast stout was made with coffee. It was also made with waffles from a place over in Fort Myers called Bullig. Yes. Which has been recommended to us by none other than Morgan, Morgan the Moose. The Moose Wright yes. from
0: American Ninja Warrior.
1: American Ninja Warrior.
0: Love it. My favorite, one of my favorite shows.
1: Friend of ours and friend of the show. Yeah. And he said, We have got to get over there. We will. And they also make made this in conjunction with uh, other friends of the show, mm-hmm. our buddies over at the Pub Gods. Oh, yes. And the Pub Gods is a father and son team, and they hit breweries all over mostly the state of Florida. I think they may have gone out of state for some, but they brought the guys over at Eight Foot some maple syrup, and they brought it to him. I think, from Maine.
0: Was it Maine, Vermont?
1: Maine or Vermont.
0: Somewhere up north.
1: And brought them this maple syrup, and, and Roger was like, oh, I could do something with that. Yeah, and, Roger, the owner.
0: It, head
1: brewer. Mad scientist. Mad
0: scientist. Yes.
1: So he takes his maple syrup. He takes the Bullock waffles. He takes the Urban Buzz coffee and that goes into the making of this breakfast stout. Mm. And when they served it, they served it with a fresh cooked quarter waffle garnishing the glass.
0: Yeah. Your, Your glass was a little bit cloudier than mine.
1: Yeah. The color on mine was almost like a dark chocolate milk. Yeah, it had a little bit of cloudiness to it. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that was something from the waffle batter being in the in the brew. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But they, it was so good, and and also they they did something with it which I wasn't expecting. And if I'm not mistaken, the way they did it was very similar to the way we've seen it done at some other places, like Nice Guys with the Pendennis. This one was actually oh, served yes. with maple smoke. Yeah. So they they smoked a little maple wood. Turn, I think they turned the glass upside down. Kind of like
0: the, we've seen the pendennis at nice guys. Right. I See. Yes.
1: And and then so you had I see where you were going now. So you had the maple flavor of the of the syrup. You had the maple smoke in the glass. You had the 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 uh, bready malty flavor of the waffle batter in this mm. stout. Good. But like yours. This is not the heaviest body stout I've ever had. No, this Mm-mm. was this was medium body. Yeah, I've had much heavier mm-hmm. and not super sweet.
0: Oh,
1: a little bit of sweetness to it, but yeah. nothing like I've had much sweeter.
0: Actually, there was a little bit of bitterness on the end. On the end. Yes. On the end. Yeah. So with yours, and that's not a bad thing. It's just the different finish from mine. Uh huh. But I. Could not be happier with the selections that we had. In fact, I am disappointed that we did not get to try the s'mores stout that has graham cracker crackers, marshmallow, cacao nibs, and uh, it has. It's supposed to have a marshmallow rim with cocoa powder. No, and, no, it was a uh,
1: cocoa powder rim. But a cocoa
0: powder rim with a it's
1: toasted a, marshmallow floating. And I saw it get served. Well, sore. it
0: says served with a cocoa powder and marshmallow rim.
1: Well, the way I saw it getting served, it had a mar- toasted marshmallow kind of on a skewer.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, but it but it comes with a toasted marshmallow. Yes. Either way. Yes. I want all of that.
1: Well, maybe that's how. Maybe the toasted marshmallow is how they made the the pa- the cocoa powder stick to the rim. I don't, I don't know. know. But it looked incredible. But and it was also ten percent ABV.
0: Yeah. So we want to go back and we want to try that for sure. And we are just so happy for them and their success. And we. We're so lucky to be there on the launch for these stouts that felt very holiday.
1: Yes, mm. it did. And there night uh, great crowd that showed up. Everybody was was having fun and it was just really really good to see Roger and his wife and mm-hmm. everybody Julian there and so. Yeah. So
0: thanks to the folks out at 8 Foot and we can't wait to come back. And if you've ever been there or if you're local uh, or once travel resumes, if you can get there, just get the charcuterie.
1: charcuterie. Oh, yeah. Charcuterie. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You won't be disappointed. Well, guess what? Is that it?
1: That's it. Yeah. Another show is in the can. It is. We'd like for you folks to do us a favor. Share our show on your social media, whether you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you're at do us a favor and just share our show.
0: We are at run eat drink podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And we are at run eat drink pod on Twitter. Help our runcation nation grow, help your friends, fellow runners, fellow fans of podcasts find us. And so that we can be together in 2021, even better.
1: We want to accomplish, explore, explore, And indulge with all of you. And you can help us do that by sharing the show.
0: Well, we wish you the happiest of holidays this week.
1: We will be talking to you again. We got a uh, Facebook and Instagram live coming up Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stay tuned to our social media channels for the exact time once we nail that down and figure out what we're going to be sharing. Exactly. On there. Because like we said, it's not scripted. But it's going to be a great excuse for us to take a break from gift wrapping. And the hustle and bustle of the holiday prep, just chill out with us for an hour Wednesday night.
0: Break away from sometimes stressful time and just hang out. Exactly. So thank you for joining us on your long run, your commute to work around the house, gift wrapping and holiday prepping wherever you are. I am your host, Amy.
1: And I'm your co-host, Dana.
0: Stay safe, stay well, and we will talk to you really soon.